Hello, 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 great people. I am Tamika Marable King. Thank you for tuning in to Tika Talk. So I have been gone for about a month, it seems. You know, my brother-in-law filled in last month and my husband. So um, I'm very grateful for that. I think they did an amazing job. Oh, yeah. Um, I missed y'all. Y'all know I love you. <laughs> um, so on tonight, I just came through to give you a word And that word is, I want to see. So in Matthew 9, verses 27 through 30, there are two blind men following Jesus as he is departing. And they follow him, you know, into a home. And there they go to him. And, you know, these men are wanting to be healed and they want their sight. So he asked him, Did they believe he was able to do it? And they both replied, yes, Lord. So he said, according to your faith, be it to you. What's your faith looking like on today? As the year comes to an end, what do you see for yourself? You know, there are many people who walk around with their natural eyesight and they never really have seen anything. You understand? Spiritually speaking, we are starved to death. We do not nourish or feed ourselves off the word of God. We do not understand how good God really is and his power, his ability to help us in situations that seem impossible or as if nothing could be done. So I have my natural eyesight. I cannot imagine what it would be like to be a blind individual. I know the senses are heightened. I know you still can sense people feel, smell, hear, you understand? Um, But when we're speaking spiritually, sight is necessary. And we have to pray for that. We have to pray that God would give us sight, allow us to see things from a spiritual perspective instead of only seeing them through our natural eyes. We'll get tripped up through the things that we see or we think we see because of our perception about what is going on around us, uh, what the situation looks like to us, not having God's perspective, not being able to see it from his view will mess you up. And so if you're not spending the right amount of time with him, if you are not fellowshipping, communing and trusting him, having faith in him, which um, last night I heard a word from Mr. or Reverend Pastor Cameron Hankins. That's right. Right. Well, he was just saying that, you know, faith really begins where all of our natural abilities end, where you, you know, when you can't make sense of things and it makes no sense whatsoever, that is where faith actually starts. And many of us are unwilling to go that far. See, I was saying to myself, these people, these men followed Jesus into this house. And, you know, in 2019, I don't think we just rolled up in people's houses uninvited or unexpected trying to follow someone else. I know he he was the man of all men. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. King of kings, Lord of lords, swag on a thousand. He he was all right to be followed because he had already been performing all types of miracles throughout Matthew. You know, and so they knew that he was capable without a doubt. But sometimes even when we see things taking place, we still don't believe. And so, you know, 
You got to get in a place of not only having expectancy, but real faith in what God is able to do. So according to, you know, your level of faith, be that to you that God is able to do. So what are you seeing for yourself in this season? What is it that you have been needing or asking God for? Whatever it is, if your faith is in the right place, know that it is possible for him to do. Know that he is willing and that he is merciful and compassionate enough to do those things for you. Even when you're not even deserving, God is so good that he does things for us that we just can't even believe sometimes because we don't expect such to take place in our lives. I think that as the year you know, dwindles down to the end and we reflect back on the things that we have experienced this year. I don't know. Um, of course, I don't know what everybody's year has been like. So I always speak based on what I've experienced and I have had a good year, yet a rough year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, God has been with me throughout the entire year. I've had things take place that I didn't expect warfare that I'm, that I'm experiencing that, you know, is unseen to the people outside, you know, as God works with me and through me and growing me, developing me, that process is painful. You know, it's not something that we just willingly want to do. And so we're put in situations where God is present, yet it's not the most comfortable place to be. Um, and as I trust him and as I continue to lean on him uh -huh. and I lean only on him because I have no understanding of some of the things that we have to experience as a family, as a couple, you know, um, as both men and women of God. Life is just not always easy and it's not always fair, but God is always present. So, you know, as long as I'm looking to him, as long as I'm trusting him, um, I know that it's going to be okay. I know that things will turn around in areas where they may seem upside down. You know, I know that he is going to do what only he can do. And if you read his word, you know exactly what he's capable of doing. Uh, I know that sometimes we struggle to make time for God. We make time for everything else. TV, hanging out, uh, you know what I'm saying? Jobs, sex, whatever you want to do, you go and do with no problem. But when it comes to God, we don't have time for him. It's not enough time in the day to actually sit down and begin to read and meditate on his goodness and getting to know him. Uh, don't let the year end having not begun a real relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Don't keep playing and thinking that you have a lifetime to get it right. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody died today and they didn't have time. Mm -hmm. They didn't make time. And so they didn't get the opportunity to live for Jesus. Mm -hmm. we, we really play with that. You know, we really believe that, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll make time tomorrow. Oh, God, the way it is, the way people have died this year, the way, you know, you pay attention to the news, which I don't really watch a whole lot because it's, it's you know, the news is only bad. And so, you know, I just watch some other stuff. But I mean, it's not like it's not going to get to me. I'm not going to hear. So the things that I have heard or the things that I did witness weren't weren't all good, you know. And so for me personally, 
I just can't be without him. I can't live without him. I can't see myself without him. And like those two blind men who had the faith that was necessary in order to be healed and to have sight given to them, you need to be praying for God to heal you of your spiritual blindness, of what you're lacking and unable to see. You know, sometimes there are things going on in our lives that we want to deny. We want to pretend are not taking place. We want to say that that's not who I am. That's not how I am. It's not what I do when all the while it is exactly who you are. It's what you've been doing and you have to be real with yourself. Uh, I find it real difficult sometimes to admit whenever I'm wrong, depending on the situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. I like to be right, you know, and I'm sure you do too. The thing is, we're not always right. You know what I'm saying? We, we sometimes have to realize God, whatever you're trying to do, whatever you're trying to show me that this is why my life is like it is. And so I want you to be real with yourself. Mm -hmm. I want you to get in God's face and begin to seek him, get in a position with people who are God fearing and they love God and they're real and you can fellowship with them. You can, um, be mentored by them and begin having the relationship that you need in order to live the life you were purposed to live. Don't keep walking around here wondrously lost and not even knowing, you know, what's, what's going on. Mm -hmm. I need God every day for everything that I'm doing, for every decision that I'm making. And I just don't say that, you know, because there are so many things that we have to decide upon. And many times we just go in it, start doing it, and then it doesn't work out and we're mad. But you never even went to God and asked him if that was what you needed to be doing, if that was where you needed to go, how you should, you know, who you should interact with, what jobs you should take. You know what I'm saying? We just go around doing what we want to do. And then we fail and we're upset. Yesterday, you know, um, I went to a women's conference and she just talked about both ladies talked about, you know, how good God is and how we have the ability to fall and get back up, to continue to rise over and over again, to not stay stuck in those low places that we find ourselves. And every year, every month, every week, every day, we will find ourselves falling short, you know, in whatever area. See, you know, there's things that we do in private and then there's also things that we're okay with doing out in public, seeing that is, you know, but there are some things that you're very shameful about that you do privately and sometimes they show up publicly and they're not always good. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, no matter what it is, no matter what shame is attached to you on today, you need to drop it. You need to release it. You need to give it to God. You need to continue praying and moving forward in a manner that would be conducive to your life turning around to God blessing you. And like I said, when you're growing and developing, it's going to seem tough, y'all. It's not meant to be easy because how else would you really be developed if you were experiencing nothing at all? If everything was easy all the time, how are we going to really grow? You know, how would we be stretched enough to develop in the areas that God needs to use us in? So whatever it is that you struggle in, it's likely the area in which you'll be ministering in mm -hmm. as he delivers and heals you and sets you free. Um, that's, that's hard for us though. You know, we don't like to be told what to do. Many times we don't want to be told what to do. Mm -hmm. You got to allow authority to be present in your life. And more importantly, the authority of God, you know, just listening and reverencing him and being fearful enough to do the right thing, to obey him. Uh, 
Like I said, those men were willing to risk things. They were following him. You know, that's what faith does. It'll make you risk what you're not willing to risk in your normal capacity Mm -hmm. because you're thinking outside of the box. So you're willing to go outside of the box and do something that you wouldn't naturally do. So, you know, grow in your faith, in your expectation and in your obedience. Obedience is big. And I've even struggled recently with uh, obeying because sometimes when God tells you something, you don't want to do it. So you delay and that delaying of doing it is disobedience. So, you know, I had to get on, I have to get on myself. I got to get in alignment and stay in alignment and work on that. But I'm not perfect. I don't pretend to be perfect. My life is what it is. And, you know, I'm grateful for my life. I'm grateful for the challenges that I've had to face, even though they don't feel good. I'm even more grateful when I get out of those challenges and I'm on the other side and victory is my portion. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I want to encourage you to keep pressing, to be able to see what you think you can't see as you lean on God, as you're looking to God, as you are loving on God um, and just go up from there. Mm -hmm. I hope this year is going to be greater. You know what I'm saying? The last portion of the year, mm-hmm. what little bit remains that you would find great peace in yourself, your relationship with God, which is where the peace really comes from. And then you rock with that. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about nobody else. Just focus on your relationship and yourself. And that's it. 2020 is coming. And so, you know, you want to have good sight, clarity, a sober mind, great vision, I wanted to be one for the books. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it for today, guys. I absolutely love you. I want you to do what you do best. That is being you. God bless you. Have a marvelous week. And this week's shout out simply goes to Pilgrim Rest Missionary Baptist Church, where I preached on this morning. And they were so awesome. The spirit was so high. And just having me there with their loving selves, I'm happy about it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my grandma, Jenny Pridge, and I love you, girlfriend. That's it. Y'all have a great week. The man of the house got something to say? Anything that encourages? Uh, she said enough. Uh, okay. She's going to have something a little, you know, more interesting. I was just sitting here coming up with a topic for her for next week. Uh-oh. And um, she's going to, y'all, y'all be sure to tune, tune in next week cause, and have your notebook because she's going to have something good next week. All right, all right. It is so and so it is. All right. You got anything to say, baby girl? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, y'all.